Hey everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit Gets ha- Get Hazed, second episode. Um, we're starting off with a story here with our good buddy Alex Chaussie. Uh, let's get ready to ramble. Uh, <laughs> what up? Uh, yeah, since Weiss brought it up, we were looking for a story today. A uh, <laughs> couple summers ago, I went to this, uh, like, rock show on the beach in Huntington. It was called Back to the Beach, I think. And it was headlined by, like, uh, Blink-182. And then the story so far, my favorite band from Walnut Creek was playing and shit. Anyway, so we're, like, walking. We got our beers, right? We're double fisting. Everyone's walking through, like, a fat crowd of people on the beach in the sand. And this other guy who clearly had quite a few drinks in him already as well like saw my shirt and he wasn't wearing the exact same Whitney Houston shirt, but he was wearing one too. And he goes like this and he goes, dude, and he like taps me. He goes, nice shirt. And goes like this. And like people who are listening to this won't see what I'm doing, but he goes like this smacks a margarita all over (laughs) this other person, just the entire thing all (laughs) over them. And I was dying. And luckily the other person was chill as hell too. Everyone, it was good vibes there. It was cool. Deal, but it was just hilarious like he was so hyped to show off his shirt and he just smacked the drink out of this person's hand but anyway good times i can't wait for um things to get back to normal i'm going to another one of those things in berkeley in uh, november and i'm gonna fucking mosh nice at the um berkeley calls or not the berkeley coliseum the greek theater greek theater no it's at a cornerstone a lot of those uh, rock shows, like for those smaller like bands, don't bars. Yeah. they don't. Yeah, they they play at smaller venues because it's better for their their sound and the atmosphere. Yeah, well, it looks pretty cool though. It has good reviews online. I looked it up because I was curious. It looks like a cool little bar lounge thing with a small little set. I might have yeah. been there before, Josie. I think it's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, uh, Cornerstone. The uh, first concert I ever went to. Was in uh, was in Berkeley and it was a Pepper concert at a small venue and it was like the best concert I've ever been to. So I feel you on that. Those are the best. Yeah, hell yeah! I've seen Pepper a few times now. <laughs> Remember when our buddy got beat the hell up for taking that dude's hat off his head? I don't want to name names because you don't know who's listening out of there. <laughs> our our buddy at a Pepper concert was also quite intoxicated and like thought it was funny to just take some dude's hat off his head and the dude like turns around and just starts wailing on him pretty much and like a crowd of people blood all over the shirt he just bought it like the booth it was so bad the whole thing had to get him like iced up and like <laughs> bandaged up before we got out of there was this the same buddy who we found at the end of uh yes I Eat his pants, his pants? And yeah drunk um, and i tried i tried to defend him i don't know why <laughs> good times good, good nature of job <laughs> the, gl- the glory days the glory days uh, anyways right. barbara what are we talking about next yeah thanks thanks Kelsey, <laughs> for that story uh if you have if, if anyone out there is listening hasn't had a chance to go see a show at the greek theater in berkeley highly recommend fabulous venue yeah um <laughs> that's one of the places i saw pepper yeah, um, and now we're throwing it off to Dylan, who's going to talk about the uh, PGA, the U.S. Open and the winner. U.S. Open last weekend down in San Diego at Torrey Pines, La Jolla to be specific for the California listeners. Uh, Torrey Pines is an epic, 
epic golf venue. It's a municipal course, meaning anyone can go play it. Uh, you're going to spend a chunk of change, but well worth it if you can get down there. Uh, side of the 2008 U.S. Open where Tiger famously won on a Monday playoff, 18-hole playoff against Rocco Mediate, who was in his mid-40s at the time. Tiger uh, lowered to mid-30s. It was 2008. Uh, he had a torn ACL and uh, I believe a hairline fracture in his, in his fibula. I mean, the guy's walking on a broken leg. He was wincing after shots, uh, famously made two Eagles on Saturday at the 13th and then the 18th holes, both the par fives on the back nine to get himself under par for the tournament. Uh, but yeah, that was 2008 and this is 2021. The final score winning score was at minus six. Louis Oosthuizen, Mackenzie Hughes, and Russell Henley all went into the final round at minus five, uh, and that's where Louis Oosthuizen finished, right at minus five. Mackenzie Hughes, I think, finished at minus one or plus one even. Uh, just fell apart, just had to see in the final group. And Russell Henley also lost a few strokes in the final round. But uh, Louis, man, he looked solid. His, his putting was lights out this entire weekend really thought that he was going to break through for his first major win since 2011. Actually, I believe it was 2010, uh, the British open 2010. And uh, he has never won in the States, no PGA victories in the United States. So he's, uh, he's been scratching and clawing to get that done. He's been close a number of times, a career major grand slam runner up finisher. He's finished second in every single one of the grand slam major tournaments that just Brutal. hurts to see six runner-up finishes. I believe we found out and uh, the eventual winner, John Rom, first time major champion, Tory Pines. What a place it is for John Rom. He got engaged to his now wife, Kelly, uh, just above the North course at Tory Pines up on the hiking trails. Uh, he said that he and his wife visit uh, La Jolla in the San Diego area at least once a month. Coming from Scottsdale, it's a drive, or they, they probably fly private because they can. So that's a good close place for him. He also broke through for his first career PGA Tour victory at Torrey Pines in 2017. He's got a handful now, uh, and of course, including this first major win, we've got to believe that That'll be the first of many for John Rahm. What a player. He's clearly the number one player in the world. And uh, I'd be amiss to uh, mention that three weeks ago at the Memorial is where the, uh, the COVID cut came. After 54 holes, he walked off the 18th green after his third round with a six-shot lead, only to be told by officials that he had tested positive for COVID before the round. And uh, the results had come back and he was going to be forced to withdraw from the tournament with a six shot lead. And as we know, major PGA events, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say major because it's not a major, but uh, you know, the heavy events, the, the big events that are not majors are well worth over a million dollars to the victor. Uh, it's, it's easy to think that 1.5 plus endorsements and everything else that goes with it were taken from him. Uh, because of COVID, and he handled it with grace. It, it was absolutely stunning the way he handled it. So positive, he said after his major victory last weekend that uh, he believes in karma and uh, just tried to be as positive as he could about it, and it showed he played so well. 
And I just want to take the last second to point out that he started the final round with birdie on one and two and finished on 17 and 18 with birdie. So bookend birdies, uh, one, two, 17 and 18. And the last two coming on 17 and 18 were epic putts from, you know, 18 feet on 18. I believe it was right around 18, 20 feet. feet. And then 24 feet on 17, both just such spectacular putts. Uh, so happy for John Rahm, ASU Sun Devil. Congrats and back-to-back major <coughs> victories for ASU, Phil Mickelson and John Rahm. Legends. Yeah, the, the golf was absolutely terrific to watch, wasn't there? Wasn't there like a couple of funny things with that? Uh, I forget who it was, but didn't his ball like land up against like a cardboard box or something? Like, I think that was move that was Bryson who because <laughs> <laughs> some 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 drunk uh, fan just left their Miller Light box filled with their leftover beers like right next to the, like the <laughs> cart bath, and then someone's <laughs> ball came up and landed like right next to it, and so you can't like improve your lie, so he couldn't move the box, <laughs> and it's not like an immovable object rule, so it's you know you can't move it to get uh, relief, right, D. Right. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. move it to get relief. And the best part about it is some fans snuck it in. You, you're not buying a 12 pack anywhere inside the venue. So <laughs> someone hey, got caught. Dylan, isn't, <laughs> isn't there a little uh, celebrity competition thing going on with Tom and Phil and Bryson and some, I forget who the other non-golf playing guy is, but Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yes. wow. So it's Tom and Bryson. It's going to be Tom and Phil. Who, Tom uh, and Phil. They were partnered up against Tiger and Peyton uh, last year. So Tom and Phil are returning. And then uh, Aaron and Bryson are going to be teamed up together. And there's been some good smack talk going on already. That'll air on July 6th. Uh, It's going to be right after the Rocket Mortgage Classic and, of course, 4th of July. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think uh, you're going to see a lot of bombs between Bryson and Phil. Yeah. I'm expecting Phil and, and Tom to pull this one out. Yeah, I saw a video of Tom sinking three putts back to back to back, and they're they're decently deep. And he's like, "Hey, Bryson, like, what's up, man?" Or something in the video. It's just like, Tom, you're you're the best. Three you putts know, in a row. You know Brady's team cap guy. Oh, it, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That, that's going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. It's always fun when they do those because you get Phil commentating, and he he's just a blast to listen to because he picks on everyone, and he's just. He's a comedian with the mic in his hand. So a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. A couple of good tournaments before. And then right after that, we'll be on to the British Open. Finish out the major season. Love it. Brady, nice. Brady loves a good deep ball, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He's he's well known for the deep balls. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a Hail Mary king himself. Yes. I feel like they're going to be mashing. I do want to add uh, to the final uh, bit of the golf segment. I might be sneaking out to the Travelers Championship. I'm, of course, located here in Boston. Travelers is in Cromwell, Connecticut. It's about a two-hour drive. We'll see if I can sneak over there on Sunday. I'll report back with any live action if I do. Well, nice. just see it. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Dean, for the, for the golf insight, as always. And now we're, we're throwing it over to Chossie, who's uh, been watching the Euro Championships going on. Uh, Daddy's on the hot seat tonight. Uh, yeah, Euro's. Um, we're on to the round of 16. Uh, I won't go through all the matchups, but a few I wanted to highlight are Belgium versus Portugal. I believe that's on Sunday at noon. Um, England, Germany, that game is going to be played at Wembley in England. That's going to be a great game. And then 
My sneaky pick for game of this round is Croatia versus Spain. I think that's yeah. going to have a lot of good action. Um, but all the games have been good. Uh, I saw another crazy stat. Uh, this has been the most group stage goals in one single European championship. So in the history of this of this tournament, uh, there's 94 goals scored this year. Uh, the next closest was 69 in 2016, hey, 65, <laughs> 65 in 2000, and 64 in 2004. So that's a huge jump. It's also been the most own goals scored in a European Championship. It's been it's been nuts. But um, there, there's been some awful goalie highlights. <laughs> Dude, there has there has wise, but I feel like they haven't been showing the great saves too. No, There's know, also I been know. some spectacular. I, I was calling it the tournament of the goalkeeper because whether it's good or bad, like mm-hmm. that's been the that's been the talk. Yeah, because penalty penalty kicks have been crazy too. I saw in the first few games, like kick takers were five of eleven, I think, which isn't good odds. Oof. Yeah, no. but a lot of that's mental, you know. A lot of that's. And they do their homework too, just like any American sport. They run their tape on on penalty kick takers and stuff, so they have an idea of where these guys are going to go. So it's kind of like rock paper scissors, you know. Yeah, the keepers but, always yeah. have like a note card that like tells them usually yeah. on their water bottle or something. Or they have players like yeah. Pepe was telling Rui Patricio to go one way, and the dude went the other way, and of course that's the way he kicked it, and so they got scored on. He was pissed. It was goalie, but anyway. They have a couple days rest, uh, kicks back up uh, Saturday, and games are now all 9 a.m. and noon from here on out. So get rid of those 6 a.m.ers. So that's great news. And uh, can't wait to check back in next round. Yep. If you guys haven't been catching the Euro Championship, I would highly recommend tuning in. There's no commercials for 45 minutes. It's actually pretty, pretty <laughs> fabulous. It is um, a great like, selling point. I feel like Clay was going to jump in on something. Yeah, so uh, we're in the finals for each conference in the NBA, and I just want to start off by saying this is the most highly unpredictable playoffs I've ever seen in my entire life. I keep making incredibly wrong predictions about (laughs) um this has kind of always been my thing too i've loved basketball ever since i was a little kid and i felt like i've been pretty good at um analyzing talent and predicting series outcomes that kind of thing and i'm just i'm just blown away even yesterday um i'm having a conversation with with uh barber and chaussie and i'm talking about uh you know bucks in five easy and F- Trey Young drops 48, 40 something. <laughs> and they take game one. And then I'm, and then you know what? I'm just like, I, I just need to stop, stop predicting things for, for this um, NBA playoffs this year because I'm just completely off. Not only that, um, actually going off that, I don't want to say this because I really like this team, but I'm going to say it anyway. I really want the Suns to win the finals. I think I think they're a team to root for. Um, the Suns yeah. and four guys, absolute legend. Uh, just beating the shit out of that cocky asshole who flashed money in his face for whatever reason. That was fantastic. Um, but then again, my predictions are 
completely off, so I didn't want to say that. But, uh, yeah, it's been incredible. The Aiton play, the alley-oop inbounds couldn't have been executed any more perfect. Uh, Devin Booker set a fantastic screen. Aiton just bodied Zubach at the rim to take game two. Uh, they're actually playing right now. I don't. I don't know what the update is on the score, but I don't, forty-eight, I'm sure. forty-six Suns. Tw- what is it? Forty-eight, forty-six Suns. Yeah, so it's another close one there in that series. Um, uh, Giannis needs to stop shooting threes if they want a chance against the Hawks. I think, uh, but it, it's it's good to see that um, these teams that are so unexpected are kicking ass and going off what I said a few episodes ago. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a lot of fun for the younger fans to get a chance to not see LeBron or Curry in the finals or these final stages of the playoffs and get to uh, kind of advance new stars into those, those superstar positions within the league. I think, I think that's really cool. Also, I made a statement about those young fans saying, um, I think I mentioned Jokic and Ben Simmons as the guys that they could potentially be seeing as uh, great new fans. I am still a big Ben Simmons guy. Don't get me wrong. But the hype surrounding him, I was off on that one again. I was just completely off. So I just can't believe. I think – I, if I saw the stat right, I don't think he took a fourth quarter shot that whole series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely pathetic. <laughs> yeah. I think he, like, I understand that it's upsetting that a guy who's like such a big name and people know his name, obviously, he's not going to shoot a lot. But I think he offers so much, like playmaking ability, his ability to guard the best guard on each team. Like it goes very, very unnoticed that he caused two turnovers on Trey Young within the final four minutes of that final game. Even though he didn't shoot the ball or dunk the ball, whatever the hell they wanted to do on offense, he's still making the best pass possible every single play when he when he has the ball. There was a big error that they love showing on ESPN where he didn't pass it to – or when he passed it to Matisse Thibel and didn't dunk the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But I still think I still think he's a good player. I think he's getting a lot of grief right now. But, uh, yeah. I think, I think it's a I lot agree. to do. I agree, Clay. I think they're shopping him right now, too. It's just, it's just a scorer's yeah. league, man. It's if you're, cool. If, if, and, you're, if, you, if, if you're being a focal point of the offense, you got you to gotta put up fucking points. And and, the, and that's what they want out of him. He want they want him to be a focal point of the offense. And no, Benson is a great player, but is he as great of a disher as Rajon Rondo? Yeah, was yes. So it's yeah. like they surrounded him with a lot of scores too, Barber. They've spent a lot of money on people like Tobias Harris. Yeah, I know. And they they had the best. They were live you know, big on Joel Embiid. They had the best record in the he doesn't season. Doesn't need to shoot season. for them to be successful. But if. Now in the NBA now, like Rajon Rondo was like 10, 15 years ago when he was his prime. That was a different NBA. Now in the NBA, you just your your star player's gotta be able to put up freaking 40 points when he needs to. They just can't lean on Embiid's big ass to st- I mean, he he gets so tired playing that. Yeah. <laughs> He's he can't he plays be- a lot of minutes. That's a lot of weight moving up and down the court. And, yeah. and Clay, speaking of the the eight noop and star players doing crazy things in these playoffs. 
how about the balls on Trey Young to put that ball off the glass for John Collins last night for that? Yeah, that was insane, bro. He's growing on me more and more, like each day. I wasn't he's initially. Big. He's like, like the next closest thing to Curry, I think. Yeah, just I mean, uh, his ability to shoot from deep places and his his play style is pretty similar. But uh, yeah, and he hit that shimmy in game one before he even shot the ball. <laughs> yeah, that was bold. Game. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a little bastard, but he's nice. Yeah, that's what I was. He's too much of a little. They're building little a good sneaky, little team, sneaky guy to be a Steph. I don't know. When they, dude, they fired their coach and hired that interim, and they went on like a twelve-game heater or some shit, and that's how they made the playoffs in the first place. They snuck in, and now now look at them. It's pretty cool to see. I'm kind of pulling for them in the East. You know, I'd like to see a Suns Hawks battle i think yeah. that'd be really fun at this point i have no idea what to expect like <laughs> just go with the just, opposite of what you think clay and bet so, on it <laughs> that way it's, it's probably me clippers hawks if i'm thinking that way but, okay uh, put a bet yeah parlay that honestly yeah that'd be and, the most uh, disappointing so rajon getting <laughs> blasted by the aliens parlay that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah aliens minus 150 or Plus 150, whatever it was. They need Rondo. How bad is Space Jam 2 going to be? Oh, it's going to be <laughs> awful. I don't even know if I want to see it. The only no. reason I'm seeing it is because of Clay. That's it. That's true. The Goon Squad oh, instead of the, the aliens or the Monstars. The Monstars. <laughs> well, they Man, had to change it up. You know, they it, couldn't keep it the same. It's really tough to remake such a classic movie like that. Like as a kid, if that VHS tape wasn't on deck by my TV, <laughs> something uh, was up in the house. Diana Taurasi is one of the evil people. I would dunk all over evil Diana Taurasi. <laughs> yeah. LeBron maybe watch it even less after their uh, playoff loss and him just going straight up to the podium and joking around about the stupid fucking movie. I'm like, dude, yeah. you guys just got eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, but then like, what it, they just won it last year. You know, yeah, it's disappointing, but like they just won it. You know, so dude. that's probably what he was looking yeah. at it. First that's time hor- losing in the first horrible round. mentality, but I see where you're coming from, Barb. You know, he had to just gonna get ready and get ready for next year. He's probably like more rest. Yes, thank God. Well, S- Simmons said <laughs> the same thing. He's not playing for Australia in the Olympics. He's gonna go work on his game. Yeah, better well, be working he should hard. Go buddy. Fucking work on his game. Yeah, start at the stripe and then move backwards. It's also leave the gym until I made ten thousand shots. The U.S. team is so stacked. Thousand <laughs> yeah. shots in the air. <laughs> This Olympics right. is going to be pretty interesting, just with yeah. all like the COVID stuff surrounding it. I mean, I've heard the athletes aren't allowed to go to other venues and events. That's that's ridiculous because aren't the fans in attendance? At least in the Euros, dude, they've been at full attendance in a lot of I these don't know countries. I don't know what's happening. Is it? It's in Japan. It's in Tokyo, right? Japan yeah. probably has yeah. stricter oh, quarantine than us. Yeah, you can't go unless you're vaccinated. Apparently, yes, I'm vaccinated though. Someone send me. <laughs> um <Bendit> Jones? <laughs> upcoming this weekend a's giants series in san francisco we've got 46 win team in the a's and a 48 win team in the giants actually the a's won today so 47 could be a battle to 50 
We'll see who hey, the give first me that, team in the give league. Give me that gay ass battle of the bay yeah. trophy, baby. Did you, did, you, did you check to see who's pitching D? Earlier? Yeah, I saw uh Cueto Manea, I believe, tomorrow night. And then uh I think w. it's Alex Alex Wood and uh Montes. W. <laughs> and then uh Sammy Sammy Long is going against who is it on Sunday? The big scabies. Sammy That's Long awesome, gave scabies dude. to like broccoli, and uh, I hope I hope this never blows up. He <laughs> gave scabies to the locker room that Hartley and uh, Pasha played for. They're no way! Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, they played with them. That's how I knew about him when he got called up. Sammy Long's wonder- going against Irvin. That's an L for the A's. Scabies outbreak at San Ramon. <laughs> no, it wasn't San Ramon. It was it ringworm. And it was always worse style on the football team. It might have been sack. Or... <laughs> Didn't he have it like freshman year and sophomore year? Didn't he get it? Not that I remember. I don't think yeah, so. I don't remember we're still having it. Let's just blow up everybody right now. Who else is yeah. ringworm scabies in? <laughs> Not someone else. I at least want like for a celebrity that will never hear this. Barbara just taking <laughs> Bodies right now. <laughs> it's one of those. Weird it was a it was a Myrna outbreak in the Santa Ramon locker room. Was that what it was? I think. Um, Who was it? Yeah, Myrna yeah, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got? How much time do we have left? About uh, Weiss, weren't you going to talk about uh, college baseball? Any notice. Yeah, do, yeah, Barbara, check the time real quick. If you can, I haven't got any. Quick I think it's only like thirty minutes. I think we started at seven. Okay, yeah, nice. quite efficient. Um, yeah. So college world series is going on right now, and it's it's been pretty epic so far. The teams that are left are uh, well, Texas and Virginia were supposed to play tonight, but it's been delayed for like two hours. So I imagine it's going to get postponed and. NC State, Vanderbilt, and Mississippi State plays the winner of this Texas-Virginia game. Uh, ultimate highlight so far was last night, and I was talking about this earlier, but the Stanford-Vanderbilt game was legitimately in the bag, and actually in the third or fourth inning, Stanford was actually up 4 nothing. Um, so they blew that lead, and in the ninth inning – it was five to four Stanford and the guy Brennan Beck had struck out eight batters in a row. So two outs, bottom nine, no runners on gives up a walk and a couple base hits. One of those base hits knocks in the tying run with a runner on third and Brennan Beck proceeds to throw a curveball about a half mile over the catcher's head and the winning run for Vanderbilt comes in <laughs> And so Vandy's in an elimination game. So Vandy uh, is moving on for a rematch against NC State, who has been a bit of an underdog and came in as the 16 seed. Everyone, as everyone knows, Vanderbilt is always a top, top three to top five team in the country. Um, and they squeaked out a one nothing win the first time around. So that's going to be a pretty good rematch there. Um but still a ton to watch. I think Texas is probably a team to beat right now, but I, I genuinely, I was watching it live and I've never seen a worse collapse 
probably in my entire life on live television. <laughs> I can't I can't think of one off the top of my head at least. The old 12-6 that just Yo. never broke. <laughs> Dude, just went straight. I swear to God, it was probably two feet over Dude, his head. They used to have a really fun college baseball game on PS2, I believe, that I had. And it was back when Oregon State was just running it like year in, year out. And that game was super fun. Oh, there's our 10-minute warning. I saw it pop up. Um, uh, that game was hell of fun, but just side note. <laughs> live update. The first pitch is scheduled to be thrown in 15 minutes at 1045 Eastern. Uh, they got the all clear to play tonight. Texas like UVA. Yep. They got yeah, a storm coming through or something? What was the delay? There was a rain delay, but the rain has cleared up since, and they should be underway. Here's 1045 soon. first pitch? Eastern time, so that's going to be 845 there. Yeah, and UVA, uh, uh, gotcha, gotcha, UVA gotcha. actually came into the tournament unranked too. So UVA and NC State are some underdogs to watch, and they've been playing well. I, again, I don't know that anyone's going to take down Texas at this point, um, but based on last night, I don't know what's going to happen anymore. <laughs> I've got my eyes on Mississippi State. I want Texas. I, as soon as Stanford and even, I hate to say it, Arizona were eliminated, uh, but wanted Stanford, and now I'm, I'm rooting for Texas. I have my eyes on Mississippi State, though. Yeah, they, they look pretty dang good. Um, and <clears throat> it's looking like they could get a matchup as well. Well, if Texas wins tonight, they'll be matched up, and that'll be a barn burner. Yeah, it should be a good one. And will that be Saturday, and then Vanderbilt and NC State are tomorrow? Uh, that'll be t- – no, that'll, the game's tomorrow. It's, well, it's supposed to be at least the 25th, Friday. Uh, the uh, Mississippi State versus the winner of Texas GDA? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so got a quick, quick turnaround. Well, they're all the same. <laughs> it's all in that one place, right? I forget. Yeah, yeah but still, it's brutal. Oh, yeah. Omaha. Omaha. I mean, they should they should get used Omaha. to it. They want to play in the bigs. They play so many games back-to-back. Yeah, back. that's true. <laughs> to back sometimes, even. The college baseball season is pretty heavy, though. They, they play a lot of games. I think they play almost six games a week, just like MLB. Yeah. Crazy. I feel like, I yeah, that's just the like baseball baseball culture, you know? Minimal work. <laughs> There's not that much movement. Let's be honest. We've all played. Yep. It's a slow game. It's just, a like, quick, it's just quick spurts, dude, of, of energy. It's easy to pull something because I'm yeah. so busy, like, yeah. blowing bubble gum on the <laughs> damn bench. <laughs> One of the best things about baseball is for sure the hijinks of the dugout, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, agreed. And, like, mascot antics. I love those videos. Ne- never played, but hit a walk-off on wiffle ball against Marshy Balboa playing third base. B-Wise and Marshy's team. The Nicolaos <laughs> court, dude. I counted. Damn, I miss a good wiffle ball game. I'm. We haven't got together and played wiffle ball in too long. Yeah. Long overdue. be pretty funny to see a bunch of – Adults playing with football. <laughs> we, had Gino, we had Gino playing court baseball. He was like 30. Yeah. <laughs> come out just ready to fucking go. Talking shit, hammered. Gino. Dude, some of the things he yelled at his neighbor Frank were obscene. Yeah. You're sorry, old man, Frank. Of course he has a neighbor named Frank. That's like a straight sitcom waiting to happen. Dude, you'd get so fucking mad. You're sorry, <laughs> ass old man, Frank. It's Dude. like it's like Will Ferrell and Dick uh, and kicking and screaming. <laughs> you blow your leaves on my side of the yard. 
<laughs> he would bat flip an aluminum bat onto concrete like 30 feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out the one time I ran straight into Nikki V's neighbor's car and shattered their taillight with my hip. <laughs> Uh, oh, was it no. Lexi Neville's? <laughs> no, it was the one between Neville's. It was the one next to that. It was like directly next to Nick's, I think. Yeah. Not Gino's, but the other one. On the right side, yeah. <laughs> They're uh, all so nice about letting us get balls out of their backyard, too. Yeah, well, they've been doing it for years. Oh, and also your back <laughs> you tail. Gino like, was taking Sorry about it. <laughs> You're going to have to pay that comp deductible because uh, somebody ran into your taillight. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I noticed someone ran into your car, so I thought I'd let you know. <laughs> I will never go to O'Reilly Auto Parts because I told the lady to go wherever she needed to to get the parts to fix it, and it was like two hundred and fifty dollars to replace the taillight. So I'm oh sworn God. off of O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 go fuck yourself. <laughs> there's actually there's a good little there's a good little spot like uh in the East Bay. By Costco and uh, San Ramon Valley Car Wash, the old sponges. That's my mechanic. Brian works there. My boy. Yeah, that's where I go to. We bank that fool. Yeah, he's dope. He's my boy. Yeah, they are dope. They'll give you a good deal. They know it's good. So if you ever get your taillight broke while playing some court baseball with your buddies, go (laughs) to Homie by Costco. I don't even know the name of the auto shop, but he's a hell of a guy. Uh, (laughs) I should know the name, but... For confidentiality purposes, I probably shouldn't say it anyway. <laughs> is it back so. behind the – is it back – is it across from Costco? Right there, Weiss, back behind there. My dad – yeah, we used to go to that one too. Yeah, My yeah. It's right by the Iron Horse Trail and, like, those apartments that are, like, touching Costco. You know who else goes to that guy is oddly – this is super random, but uh, he, I don't even think they live there anymore, but James Carter, Mr. Carter's dad <laughs> – We'd always run Mr. into Carter. Tell me, where have you been? Was that with his big white pickup? Yeah. We, we yeah, saw no, it's a good spot. That's your friendly neighborhood auto shop, you know? He always it's joked it it's good cool. to support local business, especially during a <laughs> pandemic. I'm sure a lot of people forgot how to drive and are probably crashing. <laughs> Lots of need at the auto shop. Very much could very well be true, Chelsea. <laughs> shout out the uh, shout out the offspring. Used to listen to the offspring and James Carter's dad's uh, big white pickup truck as we were on our way to a random hotel to play hotel tag. Even though we weren't staying there, we'd go to a hotel and just play hotel tag. One time I, in I love high hotel school, tag. One time in high school on Fourth of July, on the 28th of July I woke up shit faced on James Carter's dad's couch, and I have no idea. How that <laughs> shout out, Mr. Carter. Dude, he, put, he put spinners on our Danville All-Stars baseball team golf cart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. So far. The glories Always. of gl- growing up where we did, huh? <laughs> it was so dope. That's so ridiculous. Spinners were so hot for a minute, and now it's like, dude, if I had that on my car, I'd probably just drive off the Golden Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Slap an M&M pregame for all the 12-year-olds to hear. <laughs> Eminem's still best hype music. Mr. Edson was always slapping shit like that. Oh, yeah. Eminem, 50 Cent, best hype music. <laughs> Can't go wrong with those two. Um, I'm ready. 
Yeah. All right, boys. Any 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 final thoughts on this this week's podcast? Hey, any, anything eating? Clay, you got boys? some thoughts? I got some thoughts. I'm coming off my best round of golf uh, <laughs> last weekend. So Let's go. Not the best out there, but I'm getting out there in Vallejo, California, eh? uh, this weekend on Sunday. Chossie will be in attendance. What course? Uh, Blue Blue Rock. Blue Rock. Blue Rock. They have two Blue courses. Rock. They have an Blue east and a west. I believe mm-hmm. we're playing the west. And uh, yeah, so just want to say thank you everybody for listening and get out there and play some golf this weekend. Get some sunshine. Fourth of July is coming up. Drink a goddamn beer. Have some laughs, and we will see you later. Guys, check out Hiddenbrook Arnold Palmer Design also right there in Vallejo on the way to Napa. For real? Great one. Hiddenbrook Arnold Palmer Design. Okay. I will. 